Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio. As we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative comes from the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 38, through chapter 13, 
verse 13. Here's a brief commentary to help shed some light on some of the things we'll be reading here in the New Testament. Well, Jesus again exposed the religious leaders' impure motives. The teachers received no pay, so they depended on the hospitality extended by devout Jews. Some of them used this custom to exploit people, cheating the poor out of everything they had and taking advantage of the rich. Through their pious actions, they hoped to gain status, recognition, and respect. Now, Jesus warned against trying to make a good impression. These teachers of religious law were religious hypocrites who really had no love for God, no devotion to the Lord. True followers of Christ are not distinguished by showing spirituality. Reading the Bible, praying in public, or following church rituals can be phony if the motive for doing them is to be noticed or to receive honor. Let your actions be consistent with your beliefs. Live for Christ even when no one is looking. Well, there were several boxes in the temple where money could be placed. Some were for collecting the temple tax from Jewish males. Uh, the others were for free will offerings. This particular collection box that Jesus refers to here in the scripture today was probably in the court of the women. Now we'll read that this widow gave all she had to live on, in contrast to the way most people handle their money. When we consider giving a certain percentage of our income a great accomplishment, we resemble those who gave a tiny part of their surplus, quoting Jesus there. Uh, here, Jesus was admiring generous and sacrificial giving. As believers, we should consider increasing our giving, whether uh, of money, time, or talents, to a point beyond convenience or calculation. Well, about 15 years before Jesus was born, that's 20 B.C., Herod the Great began to remodel and rebuild the temple, which had stood for nearly 500 years since uh, the days of Ezra. Herod made the temple one of the most beautiful buildings in Jerusalem, not to honor God, but to appease the Jews whom he ruled. The magnificent building project was not completely finished until the year A.D. 64. Jesus' prophecy that not one stone would be left on another was fulfilled in A.D. 70, when the Romans completely destroyed the temple and the entire city of Jerusalem. Now the disciples wanted to know when the temple would be destroyed. Jesus gave them a prophetic picture of that time, including events leading up to it. He also talked about future events connected with his return to earth to judge all people. Jesus predicted both near and distant events without putting them in chronological order. Some of the disciples lived to see the destruction of Jerusalem. Jesus warned his followers about the future so that they could learn how to live in the present. And then we'll read here today in the New Testament where Jesus is sitting on the Mount of Olives overlooking the city. The Mount of Olives rises above Jerusalem to the east. From its slopes, a person can look down into the city and see the temple. Zechariah chapter 14 predicts that the Messiah will stand on this very mountain when he returns to set up his eternal kingdom. To believe in Jesus and endure to the end will take perseverance because our faith will be challenged and opposed. Severe trials will sift true Christians from fair-weather believers. Enduring to the end does not earn salvation for us, but marks us as already saved. The assurance of our salvation will keep us strong in times of persecution. All right, let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. March 6th, the New Testament, Mark chapter 12, verse 38, through chapter 13, verse 13. 
Jesus also taught, Beware of these teachers of religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces. And how they love the seats of honor in the synagogues and the head table at banquets. Yet they shamelessly cheat widows out of their property and then pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be more severely punished. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. As Jesus was leaving the temple that day, one of his disciples said, Teacher, look at these magnificent buildings. Look at the impressive stones in the walls. Jesus replied, Yes, look at these great buildings, but they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, across the valley from the temple. Peter, James, John, and Andrew came to him privately and asked him, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to be fulfilled? Jesus replied, Don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place. But the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in many parts of the world, as well as famines. But this is only the first of the birth pains, with more to come. When these things begin to happen, watch out. You will be handed over to the local councils and beaten in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must first be preached to all nations. But when you are arrested and stand trial, don't worry in advance about what to say. Just say what God tells you at that time. For it is not you who will be speaking but the Holy Spirit. A brother will betray his brother to death, a father will betray his own child, and children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed, and everyone will hate you because you are my followers, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Psalm 49, verses 1 through 20. The futility of worldliness, riches, pride, fame, resounds from this psalm. Comparable in form to the book of Ecclesiastes, this psalm is one of the few written more to instruct than to praise God. Now, in the slave market of the ancient world, a slave had to be redeemed. In other words, someone had to pay the price in order to go free. In Mark chapter 10, Ephesians 1 and Hebrews 9, we learn that Jesus paid such a price so that we could be set free from slavery to sin in order to begin a new life with Him. See, there's no way for a person to buy eternal life with God. Only God can redeem a soul. So don't count on wealth and physical comforts to keep you happy because you will never have enough wealth to keep from dying. The rich and poor have one similarity. When they die, they leave all they own here on earth. At the moment of death, 
And by the way, all of us uh, will face that moment. Both rich and poor are naked and empty-handed before God. The only riches we have at that time are those we've already invested in our eternal heritage. At the time of death, each of us will wish we had invested less on earth, where we must leave it, and more in heaven, where we will retain it forever. To have treasure in heaven, we must place our faith in God, pledge ourselves to obey Him, and utilize our resources for the good of His kingdom. Now this is a good time to check up on your investments and see where you have invested the most. Then do whatever it takes to place your investments where they really count. Psalm 49, verses 1 through 20. For the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah. Listen to this, all you people. Pay attention, everyone in the world. High and low, rich and poor, listen. For my words are wise, and my thoughts are filled with insight. I listen carefully to many proverbs, and solve riddles with inspiration from a harp. Why should I fear when trouble comes, when enemies surround me? They trust in their wealth and boast of great riches. Yet they cannot redeem themselves from death by paying a ransom to God. Redemption does not come so easily, for no one can ever pay enough to live forever and never see the grave. Those who are wise must finally die, just like the foolish and senseless, leaving all their wealth behind. The grave is their eternal home, where they will stay forever. They may name their estates after themselves, but their fame will not last. They will die just like animals. This is the fate of fools, though they are remembered as being wise. Interlude Like sheep, they are led to the grave, where death will be their shepherd. In the morning the godly will rule over them. Their bodies will rot in the grave, far from their grand estates. But as for me, God will redeem my life. He will snatch me from the power of the grave. Interlude So don't be dismayed when the wicked grow rich and their homes become ever more splendid. For when they die, they take nothing with them. Their wealth will not follow them into the grave. In this life they consider themselves fortunate and are applauded for their success. But they will die like all before them and never again see the light of day. People who boast of their wealth don't understand. They will die just like the animals. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 27 and 28. Fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The hopes of the godly result in happiness, but the expectations of the wicked come to nothing.
calling me
calling me deeper. This concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.